Oh, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pre-show. How's it going? Going pretty well. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Weekend seems shorter and shorter, man. You know, two days ain't enough. Yeah, never is. We had a pretty good week. Pretty good week. Uh, a lot of comics. Some news. Some news. Pretty big news, but not much of it, you know. But. Well, Return of Hickman and the Ultimate Universe definitely is, you know. That's that's the, that's definitely part of it. Yeah, it's a, something to see our teeth into, yeah. Taylor's teasing. I am. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a pretty good week. Uh, everything's going great. Just, man, I feel so tired. Spring is, is finally coming, you know, so that's good. Andy checking in. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Hey, Andy. This is a wild week, man, but. Hey, it's over now. It's over now. So, yeah, let's just dive in, man. We do have a uh, moment of destruction this week, so we're going with this one. Then. It's the dumbest moment of destruction ever. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is saying something. It is. I- you don't think anybody will watch that garbage? Some people will watch anything, Scarlet. It's true. It's true. It's what we depend on. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. Exactly, with the glut of media that is in the world right now. All the cool shit you can be watching, you're hanging out here. Yeah. On the fan. Another episode of this Geek and Comics, Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. The Gomer and Taylor Hour, Dave's schedules, whatever. Yeah, Dave's got a weird work month, apparently. It's a weird work month, man. Uh, like I said in the pre-show, it's been a weird week. I did nothing. I started the Winchesters, which is like the supernatural prequel <laughs> show. It's just okay. Okay, so is that like Sam and... Uh... Oh, I can't remember the other one's name, but their parents. Yeah, Sam and Dean. Yeah, that's their parents. Yeah, Sam and Dean, right? Yeah, Sam Blind and Dean. Uh, Supernatural is one of my favorite shows of all time. I love it. It's amazing. Well, I, I mean, things that last 20 seasons usually 15, do so for yes, yes. whatever, but they yeah. tend to do so for a reason. You know, there is something right, there that right. people glom on to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to yeah. hear that this is uh, this is doing pretty well for itself. It's okay. It's okay. I'm glad uh, that it's about, okay. <laughs> what about you? Did you do anything this week? Um, I started a new file of Breath of the Wild because we're about three months oh, out from sure. uh, the new Zelda game coming out, Tears sure. of the Kingdom, a direct sequel. So yeah, getting amped for that. Nice, nice. You didn't you didn't go see Cocaine Bear? No, um, I did not go see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I, I think I Cocaine Bear. I probably will go see it at some point. I, okay, so I had to look up: Is the bear going to get killed? And spoiler oh. alert. It doesn't. Uh, so I think yeah, I'll be fine seeing it. It makes it because cocaine's good for you. In this movie, it is apparently. Yeah. But I just wanted to see if, like, <laughs> if the bear died, I didn't want to see it. But since apparently the bear is going to be fine, yeah, I'll probably go see it. That's awesome. Where have we become as a society? I'm sure this bear literally mauls at least four or five humans. But most of them are drug dealers, I think. Yeah, fuck know. them. Uh, Andy said he watched Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaurs talking about the animated show. Uh, yeah, I, where is that on? I think so, I think it's on Disney Channel. The Disney Channel. I think it's probably on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus after a minute, yeah. but yeah. Um, oh, okay. I've been thinking about showing that to my nephew, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. But yeah, That's I'm sure cool. it's good. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. Dude. Andy, love to hear your opinion on it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, let's do news. 
since we're delayed. And he will jump in with his review. Uh, I'll first, pop in at some point. Yeah, first thing we're talking about, Black Panther, T'Challa's getting a new book. All right, here it is. Disney Plus, it's good. That's the yeah, best Glad to hear it. It's good. Bottom line, that's good. Yes, I love it. Uh, T'Challa is back. Black Panther got a new a new look. Evel Ewing is the new writer of the new Black Panther book. Chris Allen. They announced this on the Today Show, which is kind of different. Well, um, Black Panther is perhaps one of the more culturally relevant heroes, you know, especially with the MCU know. movie being a big yeah. success and like, yeah. you know, it being this like, well, yeah, it's a big deal for African-American audience and whatnot. So, yeah, exactly, I'm not so, if, there, if anyone's going to make it onto the Today Show, I guess it would be something like this. Although I am surprised yeah. it wasn't whatever the uh, the ABC one is, because that's owned by Disney. Yeah, that was weird. Anyway, Evel Ewing, Chris Allen, uh, June 2023. The premise here, banished from the throne and a fugitive in his own homelands. So, like, the, the fallout from him doing all of his, yeah. like... Uh, Secrets. Nick Fury yeah. shit, basically. Yeah, doing, yeah, Nick Fury shit is a good way to describe what he's been yeah. doing in, the, in his current title. Yeah. yeah. Uh, T'Challa still can't leave Wakanda without its sworn protector. A king without a crown, he finds a new purpose, lurking the streets and shadows of the Wakandan city that bears his father's name. New direction, new villains, new creative team. Sounds kind of like Batman. Sounds like Batman. The Black Panther and Batman comparisons have been there since the character was introduced. Well, it's easy to compare everybody to Batman yeah. and Superman. You know, well, they Black also like, definitely more Batman than Superman. That is true enough. That like that is like those are like the two like biggest touchstone characters. But yeah, I mean, Black Panther gets closer than most because you know he is this like hyper prepared, hyper competent, you know, yeah. smartest guy on earth type of thing going on. And like really Batman rich, does. really, and really rich. Even richer than Bruce, yeah. Yeah, I got some cool gizmos. Well, maybe. I don't know how to count that. Although he uh, does have actual superpowers, which does set him apart a little bit. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So we'll review that in June, I'm sure. Uh, moving on, if you'll remember, the Dawn of C DC teaser that we got, and then it was lightened up very nicely by some magic on the internet. Yeah, they're bringing um, the Punisher in. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. Uh, we do know that the JL book is coming, but this right here, just above the Wonder Woman and the Hawkman logo, it was something. We weren't exactly sure, but now we are. Night Terrors has been announced. Um, this was announced at the Comics Pro convention uh, last week. It's their summer event. Joshua Williamson, of course, because that dude's literally writing everything at fucking DC. Hard worker, that guy. Yeah, no shit. Uh, he's writing all the time. He's out shopping for groceries, writing in a notebook. Uh, Howard Porter and Gilliam March um, and more. So in July, Night Terrors is a miniseries. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman find the body of their one of their earliest enemies uh, dead at the Hall of Justice. Their investigation takes them past the land of the living, beyond the land of the dead. Into a realm of nightmares. Uh, the only way to save the world is to call for the help of an unlikely hero, Dead Man. Uh, fan favorite, I would think. Yeah, I'm glad to see Dead Man make a making the rounds. You know. Yeah. Although uh, it is weird that he is way off on the side of this uh, image here. Oh yeah, he's way off. He's barely there. It looks like it's sort of a uh, Justice League Dark sort of of move, and I would not be surprised. And that's the last thing I have in my notes, honestly. 
that this book leads into an honest to goodness Justice League Dark book um by the end of it. Potentially. Um, but yeah, we got um who's that over there next to Zatanna? Is that Sandman? I, I think it is, dude. Like Wesley Dobbs Sandman? Yes, yes. That's in I, my notes. I as well. fucking love that character. I so love this is that pulling guy, in a dude. lot of people that like, yeah. you know, like I'm I'm bye bye have to check this one out more so yeah. than I normally would. So this is the issue number one main cover. There's a free comic book day book that's dropping this is the cover for that um that's going to be from jason fabach chris bocciolo returning to dc for the first time in 20 years and um working with williamson and porter for the early look in the free comic book day issue that's a big deal love chris bocciolo yeah that's cool to see yeah um that's going to hit on may 6th obviously free comic book day um after the, a long night of crime fighting with his father batman damian wayne sleeps but horrors invade his teenage dreams. Damien has seen a lot, but there is something different about this nightmare. So that's going to be the free comic book day issue. So DC definitely making a big deal out of this. Here are the three variant covers for the first issue. That is a Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman sort of variant theme there. That looks pretty sick. Yeah, it looks sick. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like something you might have around Halloween instead, but, you know, still... Well, I mean, how many issues is this going to be if it's in June, June, July, August, September, October? Five, you know what I mean? It might be something that's leading into something. You know what I mean? The, the timing with comics is always like so weird, you know, because it takes so long to get the next issue. Um, but yeah, Night Terrors. I'm stoked about that, man. This looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then Justice League right around the corner. Yep. So much going on over at DC this year. Really, really, really awesome. Uh, finally, again, we only we have big news. Just not a lot of it. Hickman is bringing back the thing that he destroyed. Yeah. Uh, the Ultimate Universe. Uh, 2015. Uh, the best event, comic book event I've ever read. Secret Wars 2015. Oh, yeah. Wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, Secret Invasion was awesome. And that... Um... Oh, Secret Wars. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Secret Wars. Yeah. I get my secrets mixed up. Oh, yeah. Well, they only use like three different things. It's an invasion, a war, or a... What's the other one? Um, I don't know. Anyway. Siege. I don't know. A siege, maybe. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? No, they did that one once. But um, yeah. but no, I mean, <laughs> Secret Wars was probably the best thing ever. And yeah, this does seem like it is... Uh, Pumping the brakes on that. It's kind of interesting to see the maker, who is Ultimate Universe Reed Richards there, alongside the 616 guys, along with Miles, too, I guess. But then we have well, all these. Well, you see Miles, everybody else is the Illuminati. Oh, you know, that is true. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. Didn't and that's in the solicit. Um, this June, creators Hickman and Hitch, Brian Hitch, of course, who basically defined the art for the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Um, the all-new Marvel comic epic. Um, launched over 20 years ago, the Ultimate Universe provided a contemporary take on classic Marvel characters and storylines known for its edginess and explosive action. Yeah, maybe. The Ultimate Universe was home to some of Marvel's most talked about and thought-provoking series. It reached its cataclysmic end in 2015, Secret Wars, but nothing stays buried in Marvel comics for long. Well, they're saying that like they're they're like saying the quiet flag. part out loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, Everything eventually some, gets cycled back in eventually. Yeah, but. we got some good art, too. We um, do, yeah. 
is it time for the ultimate universe to make its grand return? The maker seems to think so. And the Illuminati must form once again to stop him from his plans to destroy or perhaps rebuild the universe with, obviously, Miles Morales at the center. Um, what a fun idea. What a, what a big thing. Because it's Hickman, I definitely um, give this like a pretty huge benefit of the doubt. But I will say that most of the Ultimate Universe was bad. Yes. I mean, yeah. there was some definitely some gems. You know, Ultimate Spider-Man did a whole lot. It introduced oh Miles. Um, and even oh before God. that, like the Bendis and Bagley Parker run. shit was great, dude. Yeah, it was good shit. Um, there's plenty of good arcs from the Ultimates, but yeah. a lot of the other stuff is mostly just it. A lot of it hasn't aged well. It like has. the whole thing with like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. That's oh just cringy. Oh, it's cringy as hell. Yeah, uh, most of the X Men stuff was like below average. So yeah, dude. The Ultimate yeah. Universe itself coming back. I feel like we've already plucked the gems out of it. You know. Yeah, everybody who is cool is already over. Why do we? Why do we need to revisit that? Um, at least it wasn't M2. Yeah, right. Mm. Um, but I don't know, dude. If you look back at like the Ultimate X-Men stuff, it had some of the coolest fucking creative teams. Arc after arc after arc. And it's all garbage. It's all yeah. just so bad. I have every issue. I have every fucking issue. It's terrible. Um. So I don't so you, know if I want the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, back. I haven't missed the Ultimate Universe. But hey, I mean, there are probably plenty of fans of it. You know, I'm not trying to bust their chops or anything. Oh, for but sure. For sure. The main thing that has me interested on this, and even though you were just talking about, like, the creative team doesn't always save it, Hickman and uh, Hitch do, being the creative team definitely is, like, the main selling point to me right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I love a lot of the characters that are at the center of this. I'm a huge fan of the. I love Hickman's Illuminati. I yes. loved Hickman's uh, him writing Illuminati was good yeah. Too. Him writing like the Maker and everything and Secret Wars was a lot of fun. So yeah, this this should be a pretty good story, but the ultimate angle doesn't really mean much to me personally. Yeah, me neither. I would rather it be something else. I would have rather had Hickman stay on the X Men, but I mean, what do you wow. do? What are you going to do? I'm still more that interested in what, this isn't. I'm sure this is not whatever it was he was saying is going to be like Marvel's version of the endless. This that doesn't make sense. So I'm still looking forward to whatever the fuck that means. Uh, I don't but, know, man. It, yeah. it, I'm excited for it one way or the other. Uh, we're getting that in June, June 21st. Yeah, this should be cool. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. That's all the news. We got more comics to talk about, but. It's on to the food news. Mmm, yummy. It's a double dose. One, I don't know. They're both kind of weird. Um, Let's the first just get it one, over with. Oreo has announced the most Oreo cookie ever. Um, This is two angles to it, so just bear with me. Um, It's the most stuff level, which is a triple stuff, okay, uh, for the cream. And for the first time, the cream has Oreos, ground-up Oreo cookies okay. mixed into it. That doesn't seem like a bad idea. It doesn't. But if you look on the bag there, it says, scan this QR code to dunk into the Oreo-verse. I hate that. I gotta say, I hate it's that. A, it's an Oreo cookie-based metaverse Man. experience. Oh, my go fucking God. 
VR video games and stuff like that based on Oreos. <sighs> I want to smack myself in the face and say, wake up from this hellscape nightmare. I mean, what yeah, that was hell? a that was a lot of agonizing language that you just used oh, there. Oh my but, goodness! Uh, really? I mean, if, how... if kids wants to go on, if a kid wants to go online and play like the equivalent of flash games, sure, fine, whatever. And but like VR flash games, you're yeah, absolutely right. But the fucking like Oreoverse, on, we man. have officially run the whole like extended universe idea into the ground. If fucking Oreo has an Oreoverse now, come on, man, you're absolutely right. Jesus. All right, number two on the food news. Craft uh, Singles has released new ultra-thin and ultra-thick slices. Okay. So the first innovation from the brand in a decade um, is the first American cheese slice to come out with thickness varieties. Ultra-thin uh, have the same creamy taste, blah, blah, blah. 30% fewer calories per slice, obviously. Okay. And then 30 slices versus the standard 24 Ultra thick are fifty percent thicker. Uh, the thicker ones, I'm like, eh, I could just use two slices. I guess you I could, but cheese. like, I don't know. Maybe if like you are a real grilled cheese connoisseur, oh, oh you, you know, go. this might make a difference for you. Like, yeah. I don't know. I could. I don't. This seems like a relatively harmless thing to be doing. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's but yes. I don't know that this is really a necessary thing, but hey, maybe there's some foodies out there who like. The Ooh. the cheese on my burger has to be like this thin in order for <laughs> yeah, it to be really. Right. I don't know, right? Whatever. But yeah, there you go. Craft singles. You can get those in stores uh, now. And now, for the first time in I don't know six months, it's moment of destruction. This per this doesn't mean much to me personally, but I am glad for you. I will say, I'm happy to do one, but. We may know the new G.I. Joe publisher, but I really, really doubt it. Um, earlier this week, obviously. on the Who the fuck is Power Comics Incorporated? Yeah, it's a very small publisher out of Chicago. They are teasing something G.I. Joe related to be announced on Wednesday. I would be flabbergasted if this group. G.I. Joe is a pretty big name. You know, that's a it's that's a an important IP, name. you know, but yeah. I have a hard time believing it's going to someone that I've never heard of. Yeah, I don't think this is going to happen. Um, we'll see, I guess. We'll have more on this next week, but I'm still leaning towards Kirkman and Image, Skybound. Um, Marvel is still, you know, a, a dark horse. It's definitely not going to IDW. I mean, Marvel could... Marvel has Disney money, and they could buy anything that they want to at this point. And it's a license. It would be a license thing, so it, yeah. it's even cheaper, yeah. you know? Uh, if it goes to Marvel, though, it's going to get huge names on it. You know, big time names on it. Uh, if it goes to Image, it's probably going to get some big names on it. But, man, I but I, will, I never heard of Power Comics. Dude. Entertaining the possibility that this Power Comics gets G.I. Joe. That would be a huge, like, shot in the arm for them, I'm sure. Oh, man, they would. Be, that would, that would yeah. make their business explode overnight, dude, I'm sure. Dude, dude. Uh, so yeah, we'll have more on this next week when we they actually release the news on Wednesday. I'm sure it'll be a uh, bummer. Um, At this point, other. I'm sure that they're probably going to wait until like Comic Con or something like that to announce the. Yeah, we, that's the, coming. Publishing it. That's coming in two months. So yeah, that would make sense that they would hit us in in. Well, I don't know, dude. They have to announce those books way in advance. Well, yeah, they have to make whenever they make the announcement. 
we're going to be waiting for at least several months before they actually start putting out the books. So or we'll see the solicit first. The solicits come out three months prior to release. Yeah, that's true. I hate not having any G.I. Joe and Transformers. Just saying. Uh, speaking of comics, what a great week for comics. Yeah, it, I'm going to actually leave that G.I. Joe in there for next week. Um, yeah, pretty good comics this week. I want to give a shout out to two books for my honorable mentions. Uh, Blue Book, number one, uh, Tiny and uh, Ava Noming. It's true weird stuff, all right? Um, there's true stories of UFO sightings of close encounters told, retold, basically, in a comic book. Love that Oming art. Just very well done. Uh, yeah, just so much fun from, uh, I mean, one of the best comic book writers on the fucking planet. Uh, the Clay Facebook was dope. Uh, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, uh, Germanico did the art. A great take on this character, but also sort of like a critique on Hollywood itself, which was which was really refreshing. It was that's really a cool a angle to take on. Yeah, it really Facebook. was. Uh, Kelly and Lindsay continue to show out on every fucking thing they do. Just they can't be stopped. Um, my number three this week: uh, Immoral X Men number one. Karen it's actually my number one this week. Oh, nice, nice, uh, fantastic book. Uh, honorable mention from Andy was Dead Seas. Yeah, Dead Seas. I think that did that wrap this week. Was that the last issue? Um, it, it was very well done, supernatural uh, sort of horror stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, Sins of Sinister is still really fun. I'm glad we're moving on past 10 years um, after this issue. Um, but it's exactly what we were promised. It shows no signs of slowing down. Emma takes absolutely no shit. Which was yeah, so that was the big fun. highlight of this issue, which yeah. is Emma Frost getting to be like a real bad bitch. Yeah, you know. But I also, yeah, like shitty. Yeah, Xavier. this they, that, that was a great way to open this issue. Was like, oh wow, you're not even close, Gummer. But um, yeah, I know we're but, halfway um, through Dead Seas. Yeah, but it. this was a great way to open it up because like we're seeing Nick Fury and like you know they're like you know oh is this what the issue is? Is the Resistance fighting about no, nope. no Xavier just fucking like. What's the word I'm looking for? But yeah, he just like him. He, he brainwashed. Them. Yeah, he, he like their turns their brain. brains yeah. off. They like get yeah. they do a fucking Empire State Building bungee jump here. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah they're dead. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it did. It sort of pushed you in a direction that you thought, oh, okay, this is gonna be like one of those. Oh, we're gonna f see the rebels, you know, do their thing. And no, uh, I loved this where. <sighs> fucking sinister builds a gun that's like a banshee cypher gun or cyber gun you know yeah and shoots the shoots uh emma with it and blows her diamond arm off but nope she's also been hit with some wolverine juice so she can regenerate i mean this book yep. is just fucking nuts yeah dude. like them whipping out all the different like mutant like accessories yeah. that sinister has made is like really yeah. fun to see i also love like when it, when he tries to like ambush emma in the uh in her bedroom and like she's in diamond form and he didn't know it because she has like fucking mastermind like yeah. fucking chained up in her closet at all times apparently oh man yeah so it, they definitely are immoral kieran gillen just leaning really hard into you know everything that Kurokoa would ultimately yeah. would become if sinister was doing yeah and it's also shit that he's done he's also doing a great job like writing like all these different members of the council like where it's they're not just like sinister copy paste but it's like xavier still believes in you know 
coexistence between humans and mutants. Just now with a sinister influence, he is going to kill everyone until yeah, they, they just accept it. They just yeah. all have a bad streak now. He's yeah, just yeah, he's yeah. gonna wipe the slate clean until damn it, you accept the dream. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and Emma here just like you know losing her moral compunction and just how fucking scary that is, you know. Yeah, like she's going around fucking like putting Sinister on a leash. She has like like I already mentioned like fucking a uh, mastermind is like crucified in her fucking closet. Oh, it's awesome. But yeah, she was definitely the highlight of this issue for me. And yeah, um, yeah this whole sense of Sinister event just continues to be a real fucking gas. Yeah, uh, there was a part earlier in the book where Sinister has a conversation with himself that was really Yes, fun. I and love that. We're like he's using himself yeah. as a sounding board and then he just fucking like melts him at the end of it. Yeah. Uh also that was my number three, Taylor on uh, and Taylor's number one, but go ahead, honorable mentions and All right. Um honorable mention for uh Medi- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, two nice. number three. Nice. I mean, this is just exactly what you think it is. It's just stupid fun. Um so last, the first um, iteration of this, the big, like, oh shit moment was, like, all the turtles getting, like, Power Ranger suits. Mm-hmm. They flip that on its head this time, and the big oh shit thing is uh, the Rangers getting mutagen. So, like, yeah, they, they all turn into, like, like dinosaurs. Yeah, shit. they turn into, like, their, their avatars. You have, like, the Blue yeah. Ranger is a T Rex, and, like, uh, yeah. the Red Ranger is a T. Oh, sorry. The Blue Ranger is a Triceratops, and the Red Ranger is a T Rex. Oh, almost. Fucking lost my nerd cred there. Yeah, Dave would have been here. I'm glad I didn't have to live with his uh, scathing correction there. Nice. But no, this was a lot of fun. I mean, it's kind of easy to see where all this is going. You know, it is a lot of like the whole like, you know, say the thing, say the thing, you know, type of moments. Right, but right. like, but fuck it. What else are you reading a book exactly. like this for if you're it's not wanting to lean that? into the nostalgia. That is exactly what you want. You want to yeah. see the Shredder team up with fucking Green Ranger. You want to see them all do their like stupid one-liners, and it's fun. Damn it! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Good throw out another. Out. Yeah. Throw out another honorable mention for the Flash number seven ninety three. It continues the one minute war. Um. This would probably make my top three, but this was kind of a uh, a transition issue where most of it is them like sitting around coming up with a plan. Yeah. That being said, it is still fun, and this continues to be like the best '90s comic I've read since like I don't know how long. Nice. Most of the '90s comics were garbage, but when they were like this, they were a real hoot. Yeah, yeah. Good call out. Um, and then my number three this week is going to be uh, Nightwing number one hundred one. Nice, nice. This Solid wasn't. Issue. Yeah, this was mostly doing a setup, but it's a really fun premise because, like, um, from a few issues back, uh blockbuster being just the colossal piece of shit that he is sold his daughter's soul to uh necron in order to yeah. or neuron in order to uh get something i don't know but yeah, um but he's he looking he lost and he's looking to neuron's looking to cor- collect and he has sent out a pretty scary villain to go and uh run amok and that was a like really, a doppelganger sort of yeah guy. we had a really cool cliffhanger on this one we're like this smiling man he just kind of yeah, I definitely agree there, Andy. But um, yeah, Andy chimed in at the Flash book, uh, the One Minute War. Yeah, but the Smiling Man seems like a really interesting villain. He's got like a cool hook to him. He's got like a fun little like imagery associated with him, like the big yeah. toothy grins and everything. So yeah, this has been this was a lot of fun. And um, you always miss Bruno Redondo, but um, yes, that was my biggest takeaway from this. I miss, but more did a very good job. This was very yeah. well drawn, all the same. Yeah. Uh, I love the character interactions in this. I love the dialogue. Uh, oh, yeah. It's definitely fun to see him, like, um, interacting with the other Titans. 
Yeah, all the characters were here, you know, that you wanted to see. Starfire having a badass attitude is dope. I love that. Um, just Tom Taylor nailing the hell out of that book for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. My number two, uh, Image Comics debut, Local Man, number one. Tim Seeley and Tony Fleeks doing writing and art. Uh, the story here is about a recently fired superhero who did something terrible, but the reader, we the reader, aren't really told what he did. He goes back home to live with his parents, um, and even people in his like small hometown just hate his guts. The story is kind of slow, but man, it's such a compelling mystery, and it, it just flows so well. The art hits very well, and it's great because it's two different art styles. When they go back and talk about his superheroing days, you know, which just ended like a month ago or whatever, it's in this style. And this is a good example of how that works. Um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's kind of looking like Jim Lee ass looking X-Men characters up there at the top. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like normal everyday sort of your average like slice of lifestyle book. Yeah. Almost kind of got like Jeff Lemire stylization yeah, going on, dude, on that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, uh, a book of the week for Andy this week is Local Man. Yeah, it was very, very well done. Uh, it really left me wanting more, though. Um, that's why I couldn't make it number one this week, because it, it didn't really have that hook at the end. Um, that wasn't, you know, like, expected. I totally expected. You know, the hook at the end is, like, the bad guy who comes and starts fucking with our ex-good guy, ends up murdered in jail. And I was like, well, of course he does. You know, but... Uh, so, yeah, it was really fun. We'll see what happens next. Uh, at one point in this book, like our hero who is now, you know, down and out is fighting a guy and grabs a trash can lid and is using that as a shield. And that was like his thing when he was an actual hero to use the shield. And they, the hero show up with a cease and desist letter saying, you're not allowed to use a shield. We own the Even when it's a trash that. can lid? Wow. Yeah, he's like, it was a trash can lid. It's like, or shield shaped object or some shit like that. You know, it was really fucking funny, but. That'd be uh, yeah, more really funny if it wasn't kind of sad that I could actually see somebody copywriting something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People have copyrighted a stick. Yeah. There's a patent for a stick. I remember um, Apple was like trying to copyright like a geometric shape, you know? Yeah. You can't. Anyway. Yeah. So local man, number one, definitely ready for more, but a really solid debut. Taylor, number two. My number two was Superman, number one. That's my number one, Joshua Williamson, Jamal Campbell. Fantastic. Yeah, this was a hell of a way to like get us up to speed with Superman status quo. Um, I really loved the interaction with the other characters. I really liked Lois Lane's turn as a... Oh, yeah, that was a fun thing. That's a good way to update the Livewire character who debuted For back sure. in like the Superman animated series. Yes. She was like a shock jock, like Howard Stern-style mm -hmm. radio DJ. Um, but now, yeah, she's on a podcast and she's bitching about cancel culture. And that is a really fun, um, update for that character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really liked Lois Lane as, uh, the editor now after I'm not sure what actually happened to Perry, but, um, well, he got sick. He, he, knew yeah, they alluded that he had like a, man. they alluded that he had like a heart attack or something here. It yeah. wasn't that he got affected by the psychic thing that what's his, that Lex Luthor had, what's his name do? Well, didn't everyone know he was Superman? I thought his identity was out. Well, no, no. It only affects you if you know. It, it, all right, everybody doesn't know, right? But then if okay. you begin to know, that's when you get sick. And Perry walked in, and Clark was, like, dressed as Superman at the at the Kent house and had, like, a fucking seizure and shit. Mm. 
Yeah, it well, was I wild, missed that dude. one. It was wild. But yeah, you were saying about Lois Lane, just perfect. Yeah, I really like her turn as like the editor here, at least temporarily. It's a good, it's a good evolution for the character. It's cool yeah. to see her like you know being a boss. Yeah, and I really she even does Perry's line. That's really fun. Yeah, <laughs> but, very um, fun. I love how they were making out on the roof. You know, I like how yeah. they're leaning into I thought that. that like, yes, I thought that they were they were cute together. And that's something yes, that we don't often exactly, get with Superman dude. and Lois. It's exactly. something that's it's nice to see. It's refreshing to see. He lets his guard down around her in a way. There's a thing where they're talking like who Clark keeps his ears open for. You know, yeah. you. Lex, you know, John. And then she's like, Bruce? Yeah, Bruce. Of course, Bruce, you know? Because yep. she knows how soft you really are, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the overall angle with this, where Lex Corp is now Superman Corp. You um, know, this is one of those things where, like, apprehensive, but it feels yes. like Lex is just—he's got him on a hook now, and he's just going to reel him in, you know? Yeah. So I, I kind of like that as a dynamic, like, for a character like Superman, like, it, it is kind of tricky to like throw in something that we haven't seen before. But I think that this qualifies, you know? It does. Like, it is a. Uh, it's a good way to like twist like some of the iconic imagery of like, you know, Lex tower and Superman symbol. Like what Superman court, you know? Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see where they take that. We, of course they don't, they make no secret, right. That this is all part of Lex's like fucking chess game shit. Um, you know, as soon as he like leaves in an anger, she's like, it works sure. just as you planned, Mr. Luthor, you know? Sure. But there also is an angle there where Lex has legitimately and honestly, sincerely changed his mind that he doesn't want to get rid of Superman. He's like, we need Superman, but Superman needs to be better. And that's what Lex is working at manipulating Superman into being more sinister and dastardly yeah, throughout um, the whole book. That's that what he's our introduction, listening to. Yeah. That was our introduction to Luther who like apparently like is, is aware that he's in Superman's head enough that he'll yes. listen when he talks. And like, yeah, he's like That's pushing, like, you know, this itself. would be way easier if you just went over there and like broke her arm. You yes. know, this would be, you know, yeah, I have and something then, that'll stop this right now. It might kill him, but Hey, that'd be easier. Yeah. When parasite comes out yeah. and that ends up fucking him at the end where there's a dozen parasites. You yeah. Know, so that was a cool, uh, that was a cool stinger to go out on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love this, how Superman, you know, officiates the wedding. Because, of course... Yes, and that's something know, else that, like, is a good thing to see in a Superman comic. Like, Superman... Just doing being, nice stuff. Yeah, being a being warm human. presence for the people. He's not just showing up, you know, taking the cat out of the tree and leaving. You know, he's staying there yeah. and he's... Help, yeah, Lex being the smartest asshole in the room is definitely a big part of this. But, yeah, I love seeing Superman yeah. just, like... Be kind, you know. That's like a just big part of the normal dude. Just yeah. being, yeah, man, yeah. Very well done by Williamson. That Jamal Campbell art, just Chef's Kiss, just perfect. And the design too, a lot of fun. Just, I mean, just this alone, the angle he takes here yeah. on that panel is just beautiful. With the Superman emblem just floating above Metropolis, um. Oh, it's girl, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It easily, has great page layout and great line work. You know, two of like the yeah. most important parts of just, you know being a comic book artist, and he's really nailing it in both factors. Yeah. Uh, so again, that was Taylor's number two. Superman number one was my number one, and then Taylor, as previously mentioned, uh, Immoral X Men number one was his number one. So yeah, we got uh, a we're kind of a lot eating, of eating each other's lunch here on our yeah, top three dude. this week. Yeah. yeah. Um. So again. The books that we were expecting to be good were good. 
Uh, but Local Man was definitely a surprise for me. So uh, a great week. There are more comic books coming out next week. Um, and we're going to talk about those tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. Come back tomorrow. Listen to the Monday Night Show. Dave will be here. We're going to talk about all of the new comic books dropping next week. It's a pretty extensive list for the first day in March. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, they tend to uh, front load these weeks nowadays. They yeah. do. They do. Or it's a months, pretty fun list. Uh, we'd love for you to come back and check out the comic book bullies as well. They uh, are Eli and Leroy. They do a pop culture show where they talk about comics and movies and TV. You can get links to everything they got on outrightgeekgear.com, where there are also links to everything we got going on, merch, Patreon, different social media, all kinds of funness. Uh, so, yeah, again, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. But most of all, thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy. Always glad to do it. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. What a short one. What yeah, we right going on. Blazing through here, yeah.